0: Hello and welcome to the House of Rams podcast. We're using this format as a quick and easy way to find out what's going on at the club and hear direct from those running the show for us. We hope you enjoy this instalment. This podcast was recorded on Thursday the 27th of August 2020. Today we are joined by a senior player, under 12 coach and uh, our only, uh, one and only, members rep on the
1: exec, Ben White. How are you doing today, Ben? Oh, I'm very well, thank you, Paul. How about yourself?
0: Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. It's chucking it down with rain here, so you might hear a bit of rain noise in the background. But uh, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a Thursday just before what Bank Holiday weekend, and you've had a couple of days off, haven't you?
1: Uh, yeah, I did a shift on Tuesday, ended up being a, a 24-hour shift overnight, Ooh. so uh, yeah, I spent most of the day recovering from that. And, uh, today I had a day off, so it was quite nice. Oh, good. good for you. So, uh, now I appreciate not a lot of people around the club. We'll,
0: we'll know you so, some will and some won't so in preparation for this podcast I had a chat with your fellow coach Stuart Kelman who um, I asked him said, give me a bit of info so I can do something <laughs> you know what's coming now don't you uh, I do to see, coming, yeah. <laughs> to see <laughs> and so would you like to know what he said to me <laughs> I think I can guess but go on <laughs> he said he's short he looks like a smurf when we visit other teams he's uh, he, they, they think he's an under sevens player uh, he needs a sta- step step. To tie his own son's boots, Uh, and apart from that, he's got nothing, he says absolutely nothing. So, in my book, that that you've probably got to write a reply to that. So, (laughs) yeah, I
1: I, I might have done well there with that uh, sort of summary of me. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, I I sort of describe Stu as the broken Mr. Miyagi because he likes his martial arts, (laughs) but he's uh, you know, he's probably best suited to a Zimmer frame, yeah, with his his wobbly broken knees. Yeah,
0: he is Mr. Broken, isn't he? So, uh, he is yeah. indeed, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get, let's get a bit uh, of other background uh, on you. So uh, what is it that you uh, love about rugby? Uh,
1: that's a good question. I think uh, yeah, rugby is one big family and um, it's somewhere where you can build friendships for life. Um, I think it's more than just a sport uh you know i've told my son a few times actually that from my own experiences that no matter where you go and, and where you go and live you go to your local rugby club and you'll be made welcome you'll make some really good new friends and then if you move on from there you move somewhere else you always welcome back to the club you've been to before and you know i've i've been back to chelmsford a few times and had a few run outs been to some dinners um so yeah it's it's that family for me it's it's what's great about rugby
0: yeah, so you mentioned you played at uh, uh, Chelmsford before and you spent a long time playing for Chelmsford,
1: didn't you? Yeah, uh, probably about four or five seasons on and off. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: I, I sort of gave up rugby for a little while whilst I moved house, had kids, did a few things with work. Um, so, yeah, but yeah, I had a good time at Chelmsford. Um, did you Did you live in Chelmsford at the time? Yeah, I did. Uh bought my first place in Chelmsford, a little flat. Mm-hmm. um yeah some good memories good fond memories of Charles I tried to go back there actually uh, when I met my wife but she was having none of it she's <laughs> a she's a London girl born and bred so um yeah I ended up moving to London and then to to Harlow so what what brought you to Harlow uh, well I used to work with a guy called Tom Johnson um he's a Harlow boy born and bred oh Tommy so- Johnson yeah, Tom Jones, he, he, okay. he, yeah, he used to play for uh, the rugby club. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know he's a football ref these days.
0: He is and he hobbles around and he's got one leg longer than the other from yeah. breaking his leg when he was a kid and he, he runs in circles. Yeah,
1: yeah he's <laughs> funny, isn't he? I mean, he's, yeah, doing well. yeah. he's doing well at that. But, um, he is, yeah. yeah. We'll say no more about him being into football. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my, my wife and I, we came to uh, see Tom in Church Langley because uh, his son Jack had just been born. Um, so we came to meet him, uh, and we had a little snoop around, around the area. Um, and my wife was pregnant at the time with our own Jack. Uh, um, yeah, we just thought, you know, Harlow was going to be a good fit for us. We were a bit sick sick of London. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Tom sort of uh, inspired our move, should we say, to to Harlow.
0: So you, you moved to Harlow, but why on earth did you
1: choose to live near David Stradling? Well, yes, that's... that's uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a good point we only just moved uh, four years ago uh, i became Stradlin's neighbor yeah. and, and i actually heard about him before i even met the guy uh <laughs> the the, uh, the sales office had, had warned me about him and we've been on a few uh email chains of a few like sort of issues because we live on a new build estate um yeah and let as you can imagine, Shadlin as gobby as ever. <laughs> it, it, it's amazing how he can rewrite some of his, you know, favourite phrases on a rugby pitch into an email. <laughs> <laughs>
0: his, <laughs> favorite, <laughs> his, his team talks and his phrases. They, they, yeah. they, there's not much you could publish in a a, a non explicit no, podcast. No,
1: he, 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 he does write semi-politely, but you can feel the undertone going on there, so you know what he's actually trying to say <laughs> in, in an email. So, yeah. But yeah it's, it's, it's good to have him around the corner so you you were warned that he lived around the corner
0: and he warned that, that, that there was and still moved there
1: wow yeah well there we go so. it,
0: do,
1: it does have his perks though it does, it does. Perks. yeah yeah lift sharing yeah and he likes his curries, so we often meet up for a curry so it's got his perks
0: yeah, no, there's, there, there is that. There is that. Um, yeah, I went to junior school with Stradlin before we uh, met oh. again on the rugby pitch, so they've known him for a very, very long time. It's so like...
1: you, you generally have a set of ear defenders ready for him, do? You?
0: Yeah, he just he, he just makes me smile. So he, we were we were on a stag do once, and uh, uh, we were having a time. We were chilling out in our different rooms, and he knocked on the door. Um, I opened the door and he punched me straight in the face <laughs> and, uh, and, it, and then giggled as he ran away. And uh, uh, as we were on the very top floor, he kind of ran one way and kind of had to turn back on himself to come down the set of uh, stairs. I just leaned over the, um, the bannister and smacked him straight in the face back as he ran the other way. And then he <laughs> sat on the floor going, "Ow, oh, ow, oh, ow! Oh, why was I doing that? Why was I doing that? So... Uh, <laughs> So yeah, so I mean, even though we're good friends, we don't mind punching each other in the face from every day. Well, and again. I think after that story, I think
1: many members <laughs> might buy you a pint for that. mate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that will keep
1: me going for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so uh, what position do you play? Uh, I play scrum half uh, most of the time, pretty much all the time, and then occasionally I double at thirteen. Okay, uh-huh. uh, and, and,
0: and did you uh, sort of? always play in those positions when you were I mean you're coaching a minis team at the moment Where? Did, did, when did you start playing rugby uh,
1: so I started playing uh, first year of secondary school uh, so mm. year seven mm. and I actually started off at 15 okay uh, I got pretty bored of that. there I hated it at 15 I uh-huh. found it really boring uh, I, I sort of like to be as near the action as I can be so um, after a few sort of big hits I got moved to uh Open side flanker, number seven, mm-hmm. uh, and I played f- for quite a few seasons at seven. But ultimately, I was too handsome for the Fords. so I got, a- <laughs> I got asked to uh, try out at nine.
0: Uh, too handsome. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I, I've got, uh, I've got Stuart Kelman's comment looking like a Smurf involved in my head there. Um, yeah. But there we go. There we go. <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, what what teams have you supported, or, or do you
1: support rather? Uh, supporting? I, I'm a Leicester Tigers man, mm-hmm. uh, but having moved this way and been this way a while now, my son supports Saracens, so I'm, uh, I'm half half Tigers, half Saracens, and both of them are at the bottom of the league, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I Can't be accused of favouritism. <laughs> well, at
0: least at least Harry should probably do well next season, so there'll yeah, be lots of cheer will. on there. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, are you still playing at the moment? You're you're good planning to play this
1: season whenever that gets going. Yeah, uh, fully intend to play this season, both for work and for Harlow. Um, mm-hmm. Sadly, I've not managed to make any preseason yet because of work and other commitments. But um, yeah, no, definitely up for another season. Mm-hmm. You've played quite a bit for for work as well. Yeah, I've uh, mainly played for work over the years, a uh, couple of different parts of the police teams. Uh, and currently I've run and sort of organise our our work team. Uh, that's generally sort of we play like the ambulance service, a couple of military teams. Um, and then we do a, quite a few charity games, maybe two or three charity games a year. Uh, so yeah. I spend a lot a lot of time organising them. Yeah,
0: so you... you... Did, uh, there was a big charity game you did last year wasn't there um, you wasted yes. a lot of money then
1: so what, what was yeah, that for that was uh, for uh, PC Harper so Thames Valley Police invited us to play them mm-hmm. uh, and of course we said yes without any hesitation um, and it the charity was uh, called COPS so it's Care of Police Survivors so it's um, supporting those families who've who have lost someone on duty um, yeah, we raised about fifteen thousand pounds in the end. Yeah, and I remember had, it
0: being a big, big number. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was really successful. We had um, Andy Good come and played for us. He played half for both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, he really, really helped us uh, on, on his podcast, in fact, and uh, on his uh, Instagram and sort of Twitter feeds, he um, retweeted a lot of stuff for us. So he was he was a big, big, uh, big support for us. Oh, excellent. Good, good. So, you had
0: uh, time at Chelmsford, you've had time at Harlow, um, time at work as well. Have you been on any good tours?
1: I have. I used to play a lot of um, Sevens. Um, And Chelmsford, we had a team called Beer Barians, and we Mm. used to go to Kinsale Sevens every year. Um, Yeah, so they they were some of my fondest memories or tours, shall we say. Yeah. Uh, we actually won one of the Sevens tournaments, I think it was uh two thousand and seven, won the amateur league uh amateur part of the tournament.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um but yeah, it was really good. It's uh, sort of a real festival party atmosphere all day at the uh Kinsale Sevens, so you always drinking.
0: There's yeah. always a
1: big big turnout from the locals. Um yeah, it's just really really good fun. And obviously what goes on tour stays on tour. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, fair
0: enough. Sounds like some people need to buy you a few beers. It sounds like there's some more stories underneath that. Um, Yeah, there are a (laughs) few. Or or maybe a curry even. So So, um, you're coaching with the under-12s at the moment. Um, How did Stu Kelman rope you into doing that?
1: Well, strangely, I actually volunteered. You
0: volunteered, Uh, okay.
1: Well, yeah, it was partly because I, I saw this sort of broken guy Uh, coaching the under sevens needing some Uh,
0: advice needing some
1: direction yeah yeah no he looks a bit I I couldn't work out if he had dementia or Alzheimer's (laughs) at the time but but yeah I, I saw these rickety old knees going around and I thought you know what he looks a bit fragile I should probably give him a little helping hand um, so after a few sessions, I, I uh, on the sidelines, I actually offered up offered up to help him out, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, he signed me up, gave me a whistle, and I was away. Excellent, excellent. excellent.
0: So, what do you enjoy about coaching now? Do
1: you know what, coaching has been a, a real great experience for me. It's, um, it's, it's I've seen a whole new side to rugby thanks to it. Uh, I've done you know a few courses now. I've done my level two coaching mm-hmm. uh, with the RFU. And that was really beneficial. I really recommend any of our coaches who haven't done that to, to get on that. Obviously, you all paid for and supported by the club. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the best thing about coaching is just seeing the happiness and the joy that the kids get out of it. I think that's really rewarding. Um, and it, it's great when you see uh, the skills that you've been teaching them, you know, when it finally clicks for them. Mm-hmm. And you, you see them apply it by themselves on the pitch. Um, and you just see the happiness you know, they come up to you and they say, did you see that? And I'm like, you know, you give them a big pat on the back. It's just, it's just brilliant to see them, you know, get get in the game and developing. It's it's really good. Um, And like, you know, you have a real positive impact as a coach on the kids. And you just know that some of them are going to carry on with their rugby. They're going to play for the first team at Harlow. And, you know, I hope beyond that, they do a full turnaround and they, you know, do their coaching and come back like Mike Weston's done and and give back to the club. You know, I really see that in quite a few of our kids. You just know they're going to do well. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's good. I mean, it's a, I mean, you're coaching with the under 12s and you're, did you start training last week or the week before? I forget now.
1: Yeah. They started on the Wednesday. Uh, I was still in Greece at the time uh, and I joined them on Sunday. So Sunday was my first session back coaching them. So you got quite a shock coming back from
0: Greece and, the weather changed here while you were away basically didn't it It went from good yeah to I, nice.
1: I, I left with the uh it being red hot it yeah was it was hotter in the uk than it was in greece when i left and when i came uh-huh. back it was uh, torrential rain so yeah mm-hmm. so
0: yeah uh, well dear yeah. british summer love it yeah. um, so uh really to talk about today uh the the members uh rep role i mean we had the AGM on Monday night at the club, and uh, we were talking about there's a need for some additional people to help you out with that member's representative role um, so to just give people an idea of how much time you you spend on on, on doing that and what the role involves so um, what do, what do you get up to
1: uh, so at the moment it's it's different to the usual manner because obviously um COVID restrictions have meant we've done a lot of our meetings via uh, Zoom calls and, and there's been probably I'd say a lot more emails than there was previously mm-hmm. so, so to put a, a time frig on it as a members rep we should try and attend each of the committee meetings and they're held every Monday so the exec will meet one Monday the following Monday will be the rugby committee and ideally a, a members rep should try and attend all of those so you're looking at Every Monday night, basically down the club for an hour or so. But, but uh, not
0: not every members rep every every committee you know, or or is it, is that what you try? to so say so, so for example, we had three members reps. Yeah, we, 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 all three wouldn't have to attend every Monday night.
1: No, I mean that would be ideal if we had more mm-hmm. members reps because we could take it in turns. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, we should always be at the exec meeting mm-hmm. uh, and then dip in and out of the other committees um but yeah if if there are more of us uh, doing it by myself you know it's a bit restrictive um Mm -hmm. i can't i can't make every meeting because of work and other commitments um so i I have to catch up on those via emails and Mm -hmm. make sure i've not missed anything or i have to submit sort of any of my um Sort of comments, suggestions via email ahead of those times. If I can't make those meetings, so yeah. yeah if we if we had more members reps, it would be ideal because we could sort of share the share the love a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, but again, the,
0: the the I guess the the big meeting each month is the exec meeting. Yeah, uh, and that's once a month. Is that right? Yes, yes, yeah, right, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, and sort of what what sorts of things do you get involved with? Do you run any projects or take on any tasks as
1: a result of that? To be honest, I don't take on many actions because I really see the role as as keeping an eye on things um, mm-hmm. for the members, make sure there's transparency. Um, I think if, if we got caught up in too many actions, then we might lose track of what we're there for. And we're there to be the voice, you know, the eyes and ears of the club, make sure that things are fed from the members to the exec and then feed that stuff backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I will take on actions that are, that are sort of suitable uh, I, I mean I can't tell you how much work sort of uh, Tracy tooks. Uh, you know they do so so much work it's unbelievable um, and sadly I can't commit to that amount of work but yeah. you know I will help out where I can certainly and so it, 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 one of the things from the AGM
0: on Monday I think was about improving the way we're doing some communicating and, and making communication more personal through team connections and, and that sort of thing uh, and that's something that you'd get involved with a little bit I, I guess
1: yeah absolutely I mean uh, we suggested a, sort of a few seasons ago to up our social media sort of, mm. uh, strategy so you know we've, we've now got Instagram uh, we do some stuff on Facebook but it's, you know as you heard on the AGM on, on Monday that you know some people still don't see that information so you know I, I am on some whatsapp groups as you know the coaches the senior group uh so i, I can start to feed some more back via those sort of messages mm-hmm. rather than it be social media based
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so i mean that's one way of you hearing what's going on and
0: giving your opinion the flip side of that what the sort of members feed to you through those coaching groups through those uh team membership that you then take to the to the exec and and help you add colour to your opinions. What sort of things are people asking for at the moment? It's
1: it's really varied, to be honest. Sometimes it can be something really simple, like a, a lack of kit, first aid kits, or some damage kits. So you you know you make sure that goes to the right committee because it's not always for the exec. It could be for one of the other committees. So you can mm-hmm. I'll either direct those people directly to that that committee, or I'll take that on for them and pass that on, and then feedback what's what's happening with that. Um, and then it all it goes all the way up to you know as you always keep mentioning is there's the lighting factor so we make, <laughs> we make we make sure that's not forgotten about and you know that that's being looked at for the future um uh, and that yeah I've, I've had some weird and wonderful ones that you know I'll, i won't talk about <laughs> but yeah it's um it, it can be any manner of things and it doesn't matter how big or small it is you know i'm that's what i'm there for so if you have a query and you don't know where to direct it to. Come and see me, and you know I can I can put point you in the right direction, or I'll take it on for you and 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 deal with it for you.
0: So you you mentioned that um, uh, the you you've you, know, you mentioned Tux and Tracy specifically there about uh, the amount of work that they take on. But uh, do you see what do you think that's working really well um, in, in that sort of setup at the moment?
1: I, I like that the subcommittees are all uh, sort of compartmentalised, you know, that has taken a bit of the burden off of individuals you know, you've, you've got Nina who works really hard, Tracy, Tux, Alan Brookin, Steve Foreman, you know, they all work really, really hard so by having the individual committees you sort of break up some of the actions um, and they get taken on probably a little bit quicker than they would have done if it was just the the exec mm-hmm. so that that works well and I think that infrastructure that's, that's um, that we have there is what's really Seen us through this real hard COVID position, you know because the club was working well and we were in a good position financially because of the committees because you keep an eye on everything we We are in a good place still, whereas you know sadly some rugby clubs didn 't have stuff sorted out, and they they might close you know so we yeah. we're really lucky to have the setup that we have um and the committees that we have because you know, we have our stuff locked down tight. Yep. So do you, do you see sort of
0: any changes coming down the lines that, uh, that, that you think are really positive or, or things that you think aren't quite working so well at the moment that, that are changing for the
1: better? I mean, the, t- the change question in these circumstances is actually quite hard. Um, mm. You know, cause we were doing really well pre-COVID, and you know, financially, we would have broken even. So, money that we would would have been available to the club is now being ring fenced in other areas because we have to mm-hmm. stay open at the end of the day. So, you know, you know, things like the lighting, you know, sadly, that you know, we get pushed to the back of the queue a bit more now because the money's got to be there to keep us open, pay the bills mm-hmm. ultimately. Yeah, so, you know, things that can change. You know, it, pre-COVID, I would have said we would be giving the members more of what they want in terms of kit, lighting, pitch maintenance, you know, things like that would have just been easy to sort out. But now we, we can't, can't go down those routes as quickly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, um, I guess,
0: uh, is there anything else that perhaps I'm not asking you that you think would help us really, uh, encourage some people to get involved and be, uh, another voice for the members uh in those committees and on the exec um to, to to make that connection a little bit clearer is there anything else that that you think that someone taking on that role should know
1: uh so we, we we need two members reps ultimately um and i'd encourage people to to come speak to me if they want to know more about the role but you all our members are important and we should be giving our members a voice you know the there are vocal people out there. They might spot things that I don't spot because I'm I'm not always down at the rugby club. Mm-hmm. So the you know the more eyes and ears, the more people that are available to be talk- to be spoken to is for the better, isn't it? The mm-hmm. you know, team teamwork makes the dream work. So if <laughs> that's a well rehearsed <laughs> line, it is. It is. my it's my, fa- my favourite line. I tell the kids it all the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh-huh. the, you know, we we need. There's always moans and groans, isn't there? And it's important to be positive. So the more positive voices we have at the club, we can dispel the silly rumours that occur, take things back to the exec or the other relevant committees. You know, so it's all about giving the club a voice. So that, that's what the role is. And yeah, there is a bit of bit of work to do behind the scenes, but you know, it's nothing that can't be shared out. Mm-hmm yeah teamwork makes
0: the dream work fantastic yeah i can see that getting uh, uh reused but <laughs> i might i might have to put that in the the, the preamble for this podcast as well yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> um so as you said uh, people who would like to sort of find out a little bit more could talk to you um i'll, I'll put a link in the um that the sort of Description of the podcast if they with your email addresses, that's okay I know Tracy yep. said if people want to talk to her then I'll, I'll do the same with Tracy's uh, email She mentioned that on the, the, the podcast I, I recorded just after the AGM. So uh, just encourage anyone out there that that uh, wants to get involved or perhaps see something that they don't like to, to come and learn a little bit more about it and uh, And hopefully get involved and help make that change and, uh, and make things better for all of us so um, yeah really, I guess we're appealing to anyone out there that would be would be interested to to come and help make a difference it,
1: it, definitely and and even if the if the vacancies for membership do get taken, there's always a role for for somebody you know it, the more people we have helping out at the club it just makes everyone's life a little bit easier makes the club run more smoothly you know, you, can, you can never have too many volunteers ultimately so yeah volunteer. Not sure.
0: Yeah, indeed. Okay. Uh, so I've got a few sort of sort of finishing questions that uh, normally add on to the end of the, our podcasts. Uh, and the, the first one is really, if money was no object, what do you think we as a club should be uh, investing in? Where, where should we be putting our efforts and our funds?
1: It would be nice to get, I think, one more pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would be good if it was a 4G pitch with lighting. Um, that would sort of help out with our space issues that we have because mm-hmm. we're doing well as a club you know we've got lots of minis we've got lots of senior players we've got the women's and uh, the ladies team doing well um, so yeah more space so an extra pitch and a 4G pitch for lighting would be, would be amazing
0: It is a nice problem to have isn't it, it, it is. we, can, it we is. can do that we need more space because we've got lots of people and uh, um, yeah I can, I, I can certainly relate to that so Uh, What what makes you proud about our
1: club? Uh, Well, I'm really proud of the facilities that we have. If if you go to some of the other clubs in Essex, you see how run down they are. They're like little sheds, quite old. So, you know, we're we're really, really lucky to have the the facilities that we have. Um, And we're really lucky to have those volunteers who keep it open, keep it running smoothly. And, And when I say keep it open and running, I mean everybody, that's the coaches, the players... The bar staff; everyone plays a role at the the club to keep it as successful it is. And uh, yeah, so it's a wonderful setup, and we're lucky to have it. And uh, it's such a good setup. I think you know, from the minis to the first team, we will continue to breed success. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're we're doing well with the schools initiative through Mike Weston. So I I just feel that our club is really going to grow, and it's going to be. We're proud of it now, but we're going to be really, really proud of it in the future.
0: Yeah. Oh, good. And um, what are you looking forward to? What, what, what's
1: uh, on the horizon
0: um, that, that you can't wait to get going on?
1: Well, I'm personally looking forward to getting myself back to training, getting on the pitch and playing, uh, certainly get, playing competitively, um, and socialising down the club. You know, and uh, that's another point I should make really is that we need our members to come back and start drinking in the bar. It's uh, all, all COVID secure, as they say. Um, and to say thank you to our members, we do have a free drinks voucher for all our members behind the bar. So come down to the club, support your club and uh, have a free drink as a as a thank you for all your support through the, the lockdown.
0: So uh, on a... Um previous podcast Winko from the Saints said uh, "If we, it, it answered the question if money was no object what should we do and it was like give free beer out so we're actually <laughs> we, 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 we're listening and, uh, and yeah. things are changing so that's that good to know I also saw a message um uh, earlier this week, from Alan Price, about some uh, club lunches that are going to go ahead with a maximum of fifty people. Yeah, um, and so I, I, I saw that message go out. So I, some people might not have seen that, but uh, uh, there's a number of matches going to be on the TV, um, whether they're club matches or international matches. So to, to link that in, could be quite a, a, a nice um, Saturday afternoon sort of thing. So.
1: Yeah, so uh, the, the club opens this bank holiday Monday at twelve, and there'll be mm-hmm. uh, a couple of Premiership games on. You can claim your free drink. Um, yeah, all right. good. good. So Ben, uh, look, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, I hope that
0: uh, this this podcast does have a good uh, positive impact on uh, sort of getting some volunteers coming forward to help you out with the the members rep role. Uh, thank you very much for doing that, and uh, I l- wish you all the best for the. Uh, The work you're going to do this coming season, and whenever we get playing, uh, wish you all the best on the pitch as well.
1: Thanks, mate. It's uh, been good to speak to you. Thanks for having me. Great. Speak soon. Cheers, mate. Bye bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the House of Rams podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and found it interesting. We'd love to hear your feedback, so please get in touch through Facebook or email me direct with your thoughts. If you'd like to appear on one of our podcasts or showcase what you're doing at the club, please email me on paulowenironham at gmail.com or contact me through Facebook. Watch out for our next release and thanks for listening.